0: Hello, and welcome to Dork Therapod, a new and exciting podcast collaboration between Mr. Therapod and Dork Dancing, starting right here in Da Nang, Vietnam. Dork Therapod will record as podcast the powerful mental health stories of fellow dorks in the community. My name is Sierra Downing, and I am your host. On today's episode, we will hear from one of our very talented dorks in the community, Olga, from Barcelona. Olga shares some about her experience with anxiety and opens up about how her relationship with dance and meditation has changed her life. She's a huge part of the Dork community, and if you check out our website and Facebook page, you can find her beautiful photography. Dork Therapod is available on Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, Breaker, and many other platforms where podcasts are available. Just search for Dork Therapod. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you use, like, comment, and most importantly, please share with your friends. Please also check out our Dork Therapod Facebook page and share our posts with your friends. On the last episode, we heard the story of Ethan Levy, the founder of Dork Dancing. That's all for me. Over to Oka. You are listening to Dork Therapod. My name
1: is Olga. I have had anxiety since I was a child. I remember when I was around 11 years old having some sort of episodes where I couldn't breathe normally due to it. Sometimes it gave me a strong pain in my stomach, like if someone was stabbing me with a sharp stick. So much pain that if I was hanging out with friends, I had to rest for a while before being able to walk back home. I remember my mom telling me that that was happening to me because I didn't know how to breathe. When I grew up, I started being difficult for me to concentrate and not to procrastinate, so difficult that I really thought I had an attention deficit disorder. I did the tests by a psychologist and the results were that I had an anxious personality. This anxiety blended with embarrassment and shame, which really hurt my confidence. I used to be a very shy girl. I don't have any vivid memory as a child of me dancing. Over time, dancing became something really difficult, as I feared being judged for not being good at it. I used to compare myself with others all the time. I tortured my mind, recalling all those negative comments related to dancing from my childhood. I remember people telling me I only danced with my shoulders. I eventually convinced myself I wasn't good enough at dancing, and I ended up building a huge wall of fears around it. That didn't allow me to enjoy the movement of my body freely. From my teenage days I was only able to dance when I was drunk or high and in any case I barely dared to try new moves. In the discotheque I was the kind of person who was talking to their friends, going uncountable times to the restrooms or going outside to smoke just to avoid the discomfort of being on the dance floor without knowing how to move. With the years I started being more aware of that problem but my ego never let me recognize it as a fear. So that fact didn't help me to overcome it at all. I kept pretending everything was okay. And that was just my personality. I was not a dancing person, but it was not. I had a voice inside shouting, I want to be able to feel free to dance whenever the idea crosses my mind. But I just kept silencing it. After turning 30 years old, I traveled to Vietnam at the beginning of COVID-19. Ironically, this pandemic saved my life in so many ways. I looked at the eyes of fear once again, but this time something inside was pushing me not to look away. Meditation has had a big role in that. I had been working daily on some meditation techniques that included dancing for more than three months. I was told that if I had a fear, I needed to confront that as many times as I could until the fear disappeared, and so I did. So after a lot of work and persistence, I was able to dance in public, and I was even able to do that alone. I truly could have never imagined that that day was going to arrive. It's beyond coincidence that shortly after completing my meditation course, I found dog dancing. I remember I was walking with a friend on the sidewalk of the beach in Danang the first day I discovered this community. It had been a while since the last time I danced in public. And I was starting to feel I needed to incorporate a dancing routine, kind of fearing the fear was going to pick up again. This was a sign on my way, as a reminder to keep working to set myself free from any fear. Dark dancing gives me the chance to keep working daily on that fear that lasted for too long. It helps me to keep building confidence about my being, to accept better who I am and accept what is happening around me. It's a way to expand myself and to keep evolving. It's a kind of meditation. Dark dancing is a supportive and healthy environment, full of laughter and smiles. It's a safe community where I find support in people. People I know I can rely on sharing my personal story without being judged. It's a place to make new amazing friends and at the same time a place to keep my mind in a healthy state. It helps me to combat the anxiety that I carried heavily as a little girl. During this COVID lockdown, I have observed anxiety in me, especially being alone at home. The anxiety never fully goes away. It feels difficult to be doing only one thing at the same time. My mind is always in a kind of a rush, thinking of all of the things I need to be done by the end of the day. I have also observed myself eating when I wasn't hungry at all, just because of the anxiety. dark dancing is my special time of the day, a time for relaxing, observing, and connecting with other people who are also sharing that at the same moment without being worried of thinking what to do next. My man dances with the music and the anxiety disappears. My name is Olga. Thank you for listening to my story.
0: Olga, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I could relate a lot to your story as I'm sure many others would. We were able to chat a little last week and I got to hear more about your story and it was incredible. Let's share with others a few more details just so they can understand who Olga is. Does that sound good? Yes, thank you very much for inviting me and giving me the chance to share my story. I really appreciate that. Yeah, of course. So, tell me, what does your anxiety look like? For me,
1: anxiety is something very difficult to describe. Mm. I think that now I still cannot really explain, or I don't find the words Mm. to describe what anxiety looks like for me, but. I find it very difficult to breathe, mm-hmm. I would say. And sometimes I have the feeling I don't have enough uh, oxygen.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I need to take deeper breaths than when I don't have anxiety and I'm not focused on how my breathing looks like. Mm-hmm. If I have anxiety, I'm too worried about how the breathing is going and yeah i have many thoughts that makes me kind
0: of uncomfortable yeah that's actually something that i could relate to was the breathing part and that's what we talked about and uh, i really appreciate you sharing that because i don't think a lot of people speak about uh the breathing struggling with breathing when it comes to anxiety and i think that it's something that is common so yeah thank you for sharing that so tell me then, how are you combating your anxiety then? When that breathing, when you feel like you can't breathe, what, what are you able to do to get out of that?
1: What really helps me is to meditate mm-hmm. um, because uh, I focus on the breathing like in a way that I don't have to think. I just accept the thoughts I have and the, the breathing... Eventually comes down. And um, as well, it helps me to exercise. Sometimes when I feel anxious, I feel like moving my body mm-hmm. and yeah, maybe going to the gym or being like active. So the rush in my mind kind of stops. And yeah, as well as yoga. Has helped me as well. Mm. Something that relates the body yeah. and mind, you know, like aligns it. Yeah, it connects it. Yeah.
0: yeah, I totally, I get that as well. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. So, um, Oka, what else? What else do you use to kind of combat your anxiety?
1: Yeah. So, as I said, when I am having, when I feel anxious at that moment, what it helps me most is to move Mm -hmm. move my body like either exercising or going for a walk or i don't know Mm -hmm. yeah but in general like what i feel that helps me to align my mind and body and helps me to be more grounded yoga has helped me a lot and also meditation Mm -hmm. I can meditate, but not when I'm anxious. I feel I can meditate when I am feeling okay. <laughs> yeah, <you're> feeling grounded. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, uh, walking barefoot helps me to ground myself a okay. lot. Okay, nice. Yeah. Good. Helps me to be more in the present moment. Mm. And I feel that maybe anxiety is also related to being in the present moment, like feeling. Uh, lost in a way because mm-hmm. breathing is is the only thing that's happening right now right. all the time, you yeah. know. And sometimes the anxiety makes us feel lost in the breathing, like we don't know how to breathe properly. <laughs> yes. And exactly. that means like we don't feel
0: alive. We feel like we're gonna
1: in that moment yeah. we don't feel connected to the present. So maybe mm. it has something to do with that. I don't know.
0: I understand what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone out there maybe who is anxious also might understand what you're saying.
1: (laughs) Because also what happens to me is I tend to not analyze very much Mm -hmm. what I do in my life. Because I think that that also creates me anxiety. The fact that I have to go back and think about what I have been doing and why, you know. I rather then those just
0: situations like replay in your head constantly and just adds more anxiety.
1: Yeah, because I need to put words into mm-hmm. into my actions. Yeah. Thoughts um, so I don't know, like I feel it easier just like to leave what is happening and then it's alright. But the thing that I have to put words in to, to my thoughts mm-hmm. that creates me anxiety. Yeah
0: and finishing up with that you said that you just wanted to share a little advice so what would that advice be (laughs) for the listeners yeah I was
1: just having uh, this thought that sometimes we take things too serious Mm -hmm. and that also creates me anxiety because I always want to be very perfect you know to have everything perfect and meet any other expectations possible possible out there so my advice would be like just take it easy because everything is temporary you know and doesn't really matter what it matters is just like
0: do what we feel Mm -hmm. to do. That's perfect I love that (laughs) advice it's so true we only have this moment
1: I believe that In order to combat the anxiety like or any other fear that we have, we just have to keep doing that until we feel comfortable with Mm. it. And then it's like we overcome things, you know. So that's what I actually did with dancing, that at the beginning when I had to dance like the first time was I was feeling so embarrassed and so anxious, like, oh my God, I need to be dancing because everyone Mm. is dancing and I cannot stop right now, but at the same time I feel so weird, but, you know, at the same time I want to do this and it's like so many random thoughts in the mind and so, yeah, then I just uh, kept dancing every time I had the chance to, even though I was feeling uh, not comfortable Mm -hmm. until... All the anxiety and fears disappeared, and now I am so happy about being able to express myself through my body. So,
0: Yeah, no, I understand. I feel like for me, my anxiety, when I'm in my head and I'm with someone, my anxiety, like, I have to to be the best version of myself always. And if I, sometimes I get in my head and I can't figure out what to say because I don't know what they want to hear from me. And that's where I just shut down, like, wait, what do I say? I don't know what to say. Like, I need you to tell me what you want me to say. (laughs) Exactly.
1: I feel the same way. Like, that's why it depends on the people. I feel I have to meet their expectations of what they they expect me to be. Mm -hmm. And then I cannot be fooling myself. I procrastinate Me
0: too. I have a huge procrastination.
1: And that procrastination in the past, like, created me so much anxiety that's why I ended up going to do like the um, ADD tests mm-hmm. because I thought I was having ADD I could yeah. not focus on one thing and then the results were that I had an anxious personality which I still like now don't really relate to, the, to it, I don't know why yeah. maybe because I cannot really define what anxiety is yeah. so that makes me it's difficult for me to fully identify with that label that they told me this is the problem I have. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I was
0: saying. No, I think, (laughs) no, I actually, no, for me too, I feel like sometimes I don't, like in the past, I never labeled myself as someone who's anxious. I never gave myself that because I still, like you said, I don't understand what my anxiety is either. And explaining that to someone is like, oh my goodness. That brings out the anxiety in me because <laughs> it makes me feel like a fake. It makes me feel like what is what what really is wrong with you because you can't even tell me. So it, it must not be what you say it is, but it actually is. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, actually, I relate to that as well because people who don't have anxiety, it's such an abstract concept Mm -hmm. or feeling it's a feeling so it's very abstract that people who have never felt it before I feel it's very difficult for them to to understand Mm -hmm. and then they they keep asking questions in order to to understand better but because we don't know how to put words into that feeling Mm -hmm. I feel that that creates even more anxiety to the person judgment yeah exactly you feel that the other person is not believing in you completely, mm-hmm. like there is, they are maybe doubting about this thing that you are feeling, you know?
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I completely relate to that. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's difficult, but I'm glad we're having this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it feels good connecting, it helps, definitely. <laughs> Olga, so we can see all of your beautiful photography on dork dancing. And I'm just curious, uh, does taking photos and, like, doing photo shoots, does that help combat your anxiety at all?
1: That's a very good question because I have never asked this to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I kind of feel that photography, um, when, when I'm taking pictures, I'm really into doing that. Mm-hmm. So when I am very aware of what I'm doing in that moment I feel I don't have anxiety. Yeah. It's the same way that when I'm dancing and I become the dance, for example, I mm. am fully in that present moment, the anxiety kind of vanishes. Okay. Because I am focused in, in doing that. Right. In being that. So yeah. Yeah, I would say it helps me, because I am completely, I give
0: everything to that thing that I'm doing. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I think that uh, when you're focused on something, or when you're in your zone, you're not thinking about your anxious thoughts, you're not thinking, you're not you know, checking in with yourself and feeling the feelings in your body. And it's, it's easier to be in that moment when you're doing something that you love. So, and it can really, we really see that through your photography too. Like your photos are just stunning, literally. Thank you. <laughs> They're incredible. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that with us. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your mental health story with us today. Um, I know it will help many of the listeners and it's helped me too just from having a conversation with you it feels so great to relate to someone and yeah so thank you very much for that thank
1: you to you as
0: well for listening and for sharing I hope you have enjoyed this episode of Dork Thurpod with Olga the brilliant photographer from Barcelona I know I enjoyed this time speaking with her and listening to her share her mental health story. To read this story in full, please check out call us mental section of the dork dancing website. I will put a link in the show notes. We will release each episode about 4pm each Thursday as a podcast. Our suggestion to you is to get your walking shoes on around 4 p.m. and head out for a stroll along the beach to enjoy some podcast therapy or Therapod. By the end of each episode, you should have found yourself at My Key Beach, where dork dancing takes place every day at 5 p.m. On the next episode, the tables will be turned, and I will share my mental health story with you, Eugene Leonard, Mr. Therpod, as the host. The closing song on today's show is from Colin Devaney. The song is picture book from his 2012 album, This Is The Sound. I will put a link in the show notes where you can download it. If you have a song or piece of music that you would like to have played on the podcast, get in touch with us. We would love to promote the music of local musicians on the show. Perhaps you have a Dork Therapod story that you would like to share. Get in touch with us through our Facebook page or in person. Who knows? Maybe your Dork Therapod story will inspire another. Thank you. My name is Sierra Downing, and you have been listening to Dork Therapod.
2: Then you your head rest upon their shoulders So you used to turn in the other cheek on the way So I said It's always running through my head Your wooden jumper silhouette Your normally hardened self Broke to pieces on the hardest steps And took me with it for a sack. my head and smoked a cigarette My only solace was that I just did not know the half. Get hell It's the feeling that I choose to Inebriation with the purpose Get rid of feelings you want used to And all of your friends are there They are so much taller than you Your head rests upon their shoulders So you used to turn in the other cheek a boulder a thousand times i told you those tears left on my shoulder got frozen on the way they got frozen on the way so i said it's always running through my head your wall and silhouette your normally me and broke to pieces on the hardest steps and took me with it for a sack kissed my head and smoked a cigarette My only solace was that I just did not know the half of it